0: If you've been thinking about creating an online course and you're wondering which containers, frameworks, or systems you need to be using to create that online course, stick around because in this episode of Think Big, Move Fast, we're exploring what it looks like to frame up your subject matter expertise and put it into something that can make you money. Let's get to it. You're listening to Think Big, Move Fast, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to learn how to create online courses faster and easier than ever before. On every episode, we talk about what it takes to create, market, and sell your online course without all the noise. Industry-leading advice from a seasoned course creator means you get to the good stuff faster. Let's get to it. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 88 of Think Big, Move Fast. I'm your host, Heather DeVoe. As always, I am thrilled to be here. I have finally started getting ahead of the recording curve when it comes to the podcast. A few weeks ago, I started hiring some employees, some full-time employees into my company. And there's lots of things going on behind the scenes. But one of the very best things that has been happening is my administrative assistant Nancy has started editing this podcast for me. She's doing a great job and it's amazing to me how quickly I was able to let go of that piece of the business and how now when I show up to record, I don't have that anxiety of, oh, but when will I find time to edit it? I just show up, give you my best stuff feel great about what I'm offering, and Nancy is taking care of the rest. So I don't know if you're listening to these podcasts, Nancy, but thank you so much. And thank you to every single one of you who show up here every week and listen to the podcast. You are why I do this. You are why I'm driving in my car in the morning, drinking my coffee, thinking about what do I show up here and share with my audience that is going to move them forward today. So this morning, I was going to Starbucks to get my coffee. Today's Friday. Today's Friday. And I'm actually recording this episode like five days ahead of when it's going to be released, which is amazing. And so I'm super excited about that. And so I'm driving on my way to Starbucks this morning. It's my little treat that I have every day. Not like calorie treat. I don't give a fuck about that. It's my like get out of the house treat because I work from home. And now that I have people working with me, we're trying to schedule regular meetings outside of the home, you know, outside of my office. Um, But I do definitely get out of the house once a day, sometimes twice a day to go to Starbucks. But I digress. I'm on my way to Starbucks this morning and I'm thinking about this idea of systems and containers and frameworks and methods and a few weeks ago, I released a podcast about master classes, webinars, and online courses and how the use of those words is really muddying the waters and why when people show up to take an online course, but they get hit with a webinar instead, you know, why that drives me crazy. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about here today, and I did actually have this schedule, this topic scheduled, uh, one of the things that I did want to talk about today was this idea of using container words, talking about frameworks, talking about systems, talking about methods. And I was just chatting with a good friend of mine yesterday, Nicole Glant, and she had mentioned to me that she changed the name of her online course from method to masterclass. And I adore Nicole so much. And I said to her, wait, 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 you changed the name of your course? And she was like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. And I was like, you you... You did it right, though. Like, you actually went from, it's not just a method. She, her class is actually a masterclass. It is a very deep dive into one specific topic, which is selling. She, it literally is called the Smart Selling Method, and now it's called the Smart Selling Masterclass. And so there's a little plug for Nicole, but also I was glad that she did that and she understood that the word, the use of the words mattered. And I know she's a fan of my work and I reciprocate my fandom to her all the time, but I just really appreciated that when she sat back and thought about this, she realized, you know, the thing I'm actually selling is a masterclass. It is a deep dive. People walk away much better off than they found me. You know, they walk away being much better off than when they got here. And so a method is... Really when you think about, you know, if you want to teach someone a method in your online course and you want to call it like Nicole did, the smart selling method, what I want you to understand about that and what I really think Nicole got after almost a year now of selling her course and I didn't coach her on this at all by the way, she just came to this on her own. What I think she really got about that was that the idea of selling a method is a one-stop shop. It's a one-time thing, right? When you think about framework, the word framework, I sell a framework to teach you how to create an online course. A framework is actually something that you can use over and over and over again in many different situations. The reason that my program is so successful, and the reason why it works for every entrepreneur who comes to work with me, regardless of what kind of business they have, regardless of the subject matter expertise they have, is because a framework is pliable, a method is concrete. And Nicole got that. And when she looked at her programming, she said to herself, in so many words, there's more meat on these bones. This is actually very, very long-term thinking. This is something that you don't just learn once and then you're done with. You continue to build on. You can you continue to deep dive into this. And I was on the phone with her and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, you are a hundred percent right. Congratulations!" Like the smart selling masterclass great name totally fits with what the language should be around something like that and it delivers on that promise when we think about framework when we think about method when we think about system sometimes the way we frame these things up don't always land you know on the ears of our audiences the way that we intend there are lots of marketers, there are lots of course creators slash marketers, there are lots of marketers slash course creators out there who will tell you to name your container first. And it's definitely something that you might be sitting there thinking about, or you've definitely thought about at some point. What am I gonna call this animal? You know, what how are we gonna position this so that it sounds really cool? And I was chatting with my project coordinator last night as well. And I was saying to him, you know. One of the things that I actually struggle with is naming conventions. And we're in the middle of looking at renaming my company because it's no longer just Heather DeVoe. I have two full time employees and I'm hiring a junior instructional designer in the spring, which, by the way, is less than six weeks away. So, side note, I've been saying for the last eight weeks oh, I'm going to hire a full time instructional designer, curriculum developer, course creator. Uh, lots of different words there. Uh, They basically all mean the same, but (laughs) with some very subtle nuances. Uh, When I've been saying that for the last eight months, and then to this week, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, if I'm going to hire someone in the spring to come and help me write courses for my clients, I probably should put out a job advertisement for that now because, Jesus, the spring is like six weeks away. So anyway, I get on that, and the job is now posted on my website. But I, I had a little bit of anxiety around—not that I'm not that I'm sad to see—not <laughs> that I'm sad to see the winter go, uh, but I am definitely excited to see the spring come, and then all the new things that are coming with that. So I was saying to my project coordinator Matt that when I think about renaming my company it gives me a lot of anxiety, not because I don't want to do that. I do want to do that. I see big, bold things for my company in the future. And I think there has to be a name that represents the teamwork and the team, not just me. Uh, And I don't think that Matt or Nancy care about that. I think, you know, whatever the name of the company is that they work for or work with, I don't think it matters. But it does matter to me. And I think it will matter to my clients. And so I was saying that I struggle with naming it because I prefer for naming conventions to be very clean and clear. In other words, I prefer something that is very like, here's Heather DeVoe and she does instructional design. So the name of the company is Heather DeVoe Instructional Design. Um, As of late, I've had some people calling it industrial design which is interesting to me because it tells me when people do that or they mispronounce the words that the name is not great. So if I'm having to explain to people what the name of the company is and they don't automatically get it, uh, that's not really great. So I'm rethinking that, thinking longer term. But I also have the same problem with my programming. So when I think about Think Big, Move Fast, and I think about all the amazing things in it, at the end of the day, what matters about that name is the results that's promised in the name. So the, the name of the program, the sort of preface of that is Think Big, Move Fast. And that's how I refer to it all the time. But it's actually Create, Market, and Sell Your Online Course. Very literal. And so I'm struggling with the naming conventions around businesses with my business right now because I want it to just be very literal, like wecreatecourses.com, you know, <laughs> I, that's not bad actually, but something like just specific, very specific. So when you're thinking about your own systems, containers, frameworks, methods, even master classes, the name is not super, super important if what's underneath that name isn't delivering. And so my approach to this has always been look, I'm just going to tell you what you're getting you know, very frankly, this is what you're paying for. This is what's included. And that's all very clearly illustrated in the name. But I see sometimes naming conventions and I see people packaging containers that can be confusing to people. So I'm not saying there's a right way to do it or that there's a wrong way to do it, but I just wanted to show up here this week and have a conversation with you about when you're thinking about your online course, Are you getting hung up on is it going to be a system or is it going to be a method? Is it going to be a framework or is it going to be a masterclass? Is it going to be literal or is it going to have a big, bold, you know, brazen name? And those questions do matter. However, they don't matter yet. I'm in a place right now where it's probably time to rebrand my company because of where it is and how it's changed and what we're doing moving forward. But the business isn't changing. I just want to be clear. (laughs) The business isn't changing. The forward-facing part of the business, it might change a little bit uh, and the name might change. But what you're doing here what you're thinking about right now this idea of well is it a system is it a container is it a framework is it a method all of that reveals itself you're trying to answer questions with information you don't have yet because you don't have your program built you don't have your online course and so i just want to offer to you that if that's holding you up i'd like you to hit pause on that thought come and work with me, come and take Think Big, Move Fast, Create, Market and Sell Your Online Course because you will be able to clearly see what the container of your course is when you know what you're promising your people. And I show you how to do all of that. And Nicole is a great example of this. She landed in one place a year ago and programs change. Customers change, audiences change. Part of Think Big, Move Fast is I give you an updating and maintenance schedule to follow to be able to collect feedback from your customers and make edits and make updates at specific intervals so that you don't get overwhelmed with editing and maintaining your course. And she did that over a period of time, realized this is actually not the container for my people. I need to change this. And so she did. But if she had tried to make that decision a year ago before she created her course, that might not have worked out the same way for her. So I want you to think about that. And I want you to think about how you're letting these decisions, which are important, but you don't need to be answering those questions yet. I want you to think about how that is holding you back, how those thoughts are actually preventing you from diving right in and creating this thing and getting it out into the world. Whether it's a framework, a container, whether it's a system, whether it's a method, whether it's a masterclass, That will reveal itself. And then, true to form, it will probably change later. And that's okay. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about how I help entrepreneurs just like you create online courses quickly and easily, please visit heatherdevoecom slash think big, move I will teach you practical, tactical, and actionable steps to go from idea to fully finished, functional, ready to sell online course in just 30 days flat. Short on time? I got you. No idea where to start? Let's talk. I'm the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who wanna create online courses faster and easier than ever before. I make online course creation simple so you can make it faster.